Hello, folks, and welcome to I Bleed Pinstripes. It's the 53rd edition. How did we make it this far? I have no idea. But it's the start of a new season, so that's what we're happy about. Testing one, two, three, four. Hey, hey, it's And welcome to the 53rd edition of I Bleed Pinstripes and the first edition of 2016. Uh, and as you know, I like to start off the show by going through the Yankees who have worn uh, the corresponding number to our episodes. So this is episode 53. We go back to 1954, the first time this number was given out. It was given out to the great Bill Scourin. Always see him at all-timers day. Big dude. Even back in the day, a big guy. He wore it in 54. Uh, Johnny Cooks wore it 55 to 59. Johnny James, 60 to 61. Let's see. Ken Holtzman. Uh, there was a period there from 65 to 67. Until 1974, nobody wears it. So Ross Mosquito wears it from 65 to 67. Dave Pagan picks it up in 74. Then Ken Holtzman. Former Met wore it from 76 to 78. Let's see. Ron Davis, the uh, four-eyed reliever from 78 to 79. Uh, him and Goose were just outstanding back then. Uh, let's see. Who else is on this list? Jay Howell, 82 to 83. Marty Bystrom, 1984 to 85. Neil Allen, former Met reliever in 1985. Al Holland. Who remembers Al Holland, 1986? Orestes Destrada, 1987. Bob Guerin. Who, if I'm not, uh, if I'm not uh, incorrect, is the manager of the of the Oakland A's. He wore from '88 to '91. Mark Hutton '93. Neil Heaton '93. Alfonso Soriano wore it in 2000. And then to think about it, the next year, that following year, where I think he was wearing number 12, would hit the uh, which could have been the uh, go-ahead uh, home run in that 2000 World Series. Mike Thurman wore it in 2002. Bobby Abreu. 2006 to 2008. The Milkman, Melky Cabrera in 2009. Uh, and then some weird names. Juan Miranda, 2010. Kevin Whelan, 2011. Anuri Santi, 2011. Gustavo Molina, 2011. Corey Way, 2011 to 2012. Ryota Irigashi, 2012. Jeff Francis, 2014. Jim Miller, 2014. Austin Romine has had it uh, for a few years, 2013 to 2015. I'm not sure what number he's wearing this year. I think he's like up in the 60s. Esmeal Rogers, 2014 to 2015, and now uh, holding it since last year. Nick Rumbelo, who is battling for a position in the bullpen. Well, the Yankees, uh, well, welcome to spring training, folks. Hope everybody's had a good offseason. Uh, it's been great for me. Um, you know, new, newly married, it's still a honeymoon. Things are going well. Um, Went down to Costa Rica. Uh, what else has been going? You know, got a sweet new gig. I'll be uh, interning with the B Bridgeport Bluefish this summer. 
uh, independent team, and I'll be working uh, video operations as well as in the press box. So it's going to be a lot, a lot of fun this year. Looking forward to it. Maybe we'll do some remotes from the stadium. But this podcast really is all about the Yankees and, you know, kind of a quiet time to be a Yankee fan. I was thinking back in the 80s and 90s, you know, even in the Jotori, there was always some, it always seemed like something was going on, you know, the day David Wells got traded in 99 for uh, Clemens and it just always seems to be there was something going on, Strawberry or, you know, Dwight Gooden. David Wells talking stuff. There was just always some sort of, I don't know, there was more excitement. It's been a more placid year. Obviously, the Yankees uh, made a trade for Araldus Chapman, and uh, he had some domestic issues, which is a no-no. Don't do that. Not a good thing. You should not ever raise your hand to a woman. Um, and so he's got a 30-day suspension, I believe. He'll be back on May 9th, and he forms uh, in uh, formidable back end of the bullpen with Andrew Miller and Dellen Batansis. And then the Yankees will have to try to fill it there from there, you know, with some guys that we really don't know. Uh, Chasen Shreve looks to be there. Uh, I know the Yankees today sent down Jacob Lindgren, who they have high hopes for. He's still a young kid, lefty, uh, but hopefully we'll, we'll probably see him later in the year. Uh, either CC or Nova probably will be the long man. I'm thinking it's going to be Nova, but you never know. Uh, currently, the Yankees' rotation, uh, Nasty, Nady, Valdi, uh, Pineda, Severino, and Tanaka. And when you think of those four guys, they're all pretty young. I think the oldest is 26 there. Um, and if you got Nova there, I don't think Nova's, uh, you know, I think he's like 27, 26. So if he started, the Yankees have a very young rotation. It's just that all these guys have question marks. Uh, Severino, though, I have high hopes for this kid. He just... Uh, Girardi the other day sort of compared him to one of those guys that you that he compared him to Greg Maddox and his composure and you can see it you know I remember uh, he started as you know one of his his first start against the Blue Jays got pounded but then the next time he faced him you know adjusted and pitched great and I just love the way he holds himself on the mound and you know if we're lucky we, we could have a guy here for you know the next 10 10, 15 years. I mean, that's what you always want. You want a guy, you know, these young kids are coming up. You hope they're going to be there for the next 10, 15 years. Um, you know, like I said, Rumbelow will probably get a chance. A lot of the guys are unfamiliar names to me. So uh, we'll, we'll talk about those guys later. But yeah, the back of the pen, Miller, Batances, and Chapman. Uh, you know, like I said, these guys are young. Nate, uh, Ivaldi, Pinata, uh, Pinata, Pinata. <laughs> Let's hope he's not a Pinata this year. Severino and Tanaka. These guys can give length six, seven innings, and that's crazy to think of. That's what length is now. And that's all this Yankee staff needs to do. Give me six, seven innings, and hey, this game, the if the Yankees have a lead, the game's over. I would think, you know, 99 out of 100 times, the game will be over. Um, so, you know, you have hope because this is a very similar team to last year. A lot of question marks last year. Um, the offense was uh, was definitely better from the previous year, 2014. They scored more runs. Uh due to that guy, Alex Rodriguez, who I'm turning the page on. Uh, I'm sick of uh, the negativity, I guess. Uh, and just, you know, it is what it is. There's nothing I can do about it. You know, I'm never going to have uh, number 13 on my back. I'm never going to have a poster of him in my house. Or He's not going to ever be one of my favorite people. But, you know, he's turned the page, so I'm going to turn the page, and I'm just going to root for him. Um and you might say, well, what about Araldus Chapman? It's tough. Sports is a really tough thing. Um, 
and you know, they're guys that do things that you're like, oh, you know, how can I root for this guy? And you know, to be honest, I don't have to root for that guy. Um, I hope that Chapman has learned from his mistakes. It sounds like he has. It's unfortunately the, the I don't know. If you know, you hate that these players put you in that situation to have to to root for them like that. You know, um, a guy like CC. Uh, there probably will be in other stadiums where they will call him a drunk. But uh, hey, hats off to the guy. Um, he put himself first, and sometimes you have to do that. Um, the Yankees didn't need him for that one game playoff and to be honest, you know, they didn't get past it and he, he knew that he had a problem. Sometimes you get, you know, baseball is great and we love it, but it is not the end all be all. And he realized that he's got a big family and I'm glad that, you know, I hope he has a great year. He was really good in the, uh, I think the last five, six games, he was really pretty good. So let's see what happens this year. I'm certainly rooting for him. I've always loved CC. Um, Another big move the Yankees made, uh, Starlin Castro, uh, they gave up Adam Warren, and that's pretty much why there's going to be a, sort of a big hole for that middle relief. Uh, I think Ivan Nover could be that guy. I mean, you hope he can be that guy. I know Brian Mitchell is also uh, someone that they're thinking of to get Starlin Castro and to now have a middle, up the middle combination of Didi, who had a really solid year last year. And at times, I think last year was, was dynamic and, you know, kind of led the team to have those two guys up the middle. You know, you could have those two guys for the next 10 years as your up the middle guys. And that would be really great. Obviously, uh, let's see, at first base uh, in his last year as a Yankee, it's amazing. It's been seven years already since uh, he got here in 2009, I think from Texas, right? Texas or Atlanta. Oh, man, he's been he was everywhere there for a while. But I think it's from Texas, uh, Teixeira, uh, you know, he got hurt there at the end of the year. He had had a solid year. We, you know, we, the vegan, uh, the vegan, the gluten-free man is, uh, you know, looks in great shape, better shape than most of us at our current ages. So, you know, I, I got nothing against the guy. You know, you wish he would take it the other way sometimes, but hey, it is what it is. Uh, we like him. He plays great defense. He's a good guy. So hopefully he'll have a solid year. It's it's a contract year, and he certainly says he wants to play for a few more years. So expect big things from him. I do think this will be his last year in the Yankees. God knows who will be. Uh, I don't. I don't. I can't think. I mean. I was just going to say, you know, boy, we don't have any first basemen, but then it hit me, you know, Greg Bird. Uh, Greg Bird, unfortunately, elbow surgery uh, or right shoulder, shoulder or elbow, whatever it was, sadly, uh, you know, had to be taken care of. But boy, he was going to, he was probably going to get like 300 bats this year. Uh, so, you know, you saw a lot from him and you saw like what the future could be. We go over to the third base and you've got Chase Headley, who's coming off a bad year and the Yankees signed him to a big four-year contract, about 50 plus. So this is his second year of four-year contract and uh, we expect big things from him. And if anything, we expect his defense to be a little better than it was last year. I mean, he was really not picking the ball well. I don't know what was going on, uh, but he was definitely taking his hitting onto the field. And that's what you love about some great players that, you know, hey, they might not be hitting, but they're not going to fall off on their defense. And he needs to pick it up this year. He's making a lot of money. We liked him at the end of 2014. Let's see what he can do. Um, looks like the backup infielders. It looks like Castro will back up at short on days that DD. Uh, is uh, taking a day off. Uh, you may get Ref Snyder. Rob Ref Snyder is playing a little third. He's looked good there so far, uh, playing second. I like Ref Snyder. Obviously, you know, you want the young kids. They also got Pete Cosma, who played for the Cardinals the last few years as a utility guy. And then there's a couple other guys. I can't remember their name right now. <laughs> 
But guys who have been uh, either younger guys or been like in other uh, organizations the last few years. Um, and then the outfield, you know, we've got a lot of question marks. I do, for some reason, I, I have a lot of confidence in Carlos Beltran this year. And hey, I'm a Yankee fan. And if you're a fan of whatever team, that's what you're going to do. You have confidence in your guys. This is his third year. Uh, it's also his walk year. A lot of money coming off the books next year. I think there's an out on CC's contract. I'm not sure, but definitely Teixeira and definitely Carlos. Uh, I expect a big year from Carlos Beltran. And I think if if he goes down, we could see the Judge man up, and that's Aaron Judge. Uh, he will probably the Yankees did send him to the minor league camp today, and he needs a year. He needs some more at-bats down at AAA. He struggled a little bit at AAA. Uh, but I just love his attitude. He's just a good guy from what I can see. He seems like a great guy. Uh, Beltran took him under his wing. They, they were lockered next to each other all spring. Um, he looks like he's got everything, just needs some more bats. He probably will be here this year or, you know, definitely ne uh, next year. So you could see like a very young team next year. In the center field, uh, you know, Jacoby Ellsbury looking for a big bounce back from him. Uh, and that's all you can say. Hey, get, you know, at times you can see he's one of the more dynamic players in baseball. Just needs to stay healthy. That's why I did not like the signing. You know, to me, it's like, well, if the Red Sox didn't want him, why would we want him? Why would we want somebody the Red Sox don't want? I get it that they didn't want to pay that much, but, you know, they didn't even offer him anything. So that kind of seemed weird to me. Uh, Brett Gardner, who, you know, a lot of a lot of Knicks uh, uh, last few years always seems to, Knicks and bruises, always seems to have a few uh, bumps. You can see that he's a dynamic player, uh, needs to steal more play bases. I know that he's been working out with the older guys. Uh, Beltran and A-Rod learning how to steal bases, uh, you know, because this guy should be stealing 50 bases a year. And he's and, you know, he did steal like 40, 50 bases. And all of a sudden he's lost his confidence. We need him. We need those two guys at the top of the order to play, you know, 150 plus games and, you know, get on base, steal bases, score runs. Because then, you know, behind that, you've got Beltran, you've got Rodriguez, you've got Teixeira, you've got McCann, you've got Starlin Castro, Didi. I like what's going on there, you know. I, I like what's going on there. So let's hope that can work out. Uh, behind the plate, uh, McCann, you know, he had a really solid year last year. It looks like because uh, the Yankees got rid of um, to Minnesota for Aaron Hicks. Oh, God, I can't remember. Oh, man. Uh, J.R. God, I can't remember his name who they traded Aaron Hicks for, but I love the kid. Um, we used to call him J.R. Anyway, uh, Aaron Hicks got here. Uh, he's a dynamic guy in the outfield. He'll be filling in every day. You know, he probably will get three, four games a week, you know, filling in at every position in the outfield, backing up. Uh, the catcher will either be Austin Romine, who is out of options. Um, and then we also have Gary Sanchez, who is up and coming. And people say he's pretty great. Uh, the only thing I hate about that is that, he, you know, he's probably only going to play one or two games a week. Um, but the Yankees like him. So far, hasn't gotten a hit, though, this year, but uh, we'll see what goes on. Um, J.R. Murphy. <laughs> the Yankees got rid of Murphy. They have so much catching depth, the Yankees. Um, so somebody had to go. Uh, I did like Murphy a lot. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, it's it's either going to be Austin Romine, or it's, and he's been playing well, or it's going to be Aaron Hicks. Um, yeah, besides, that's, the, that's the Yankees right now. Um, you know, crazy that Joe Girardi now has been here for – was he been there since this is the eighth year as a Yankee manager? I think, yeah, he's been here since 2008. It's crazy to think. It seems just like yesterday he took over the team. 
It's crazy to think the Yankees have only had three managers since 1996. And if actually, if you sorry, uh, if you go back to 93, 93, 94, when Buck took over, Yankees have had three managers. That's crazy. <laughs> I mean, in 20 years, I, I mean, I grew up in a time. Uh, when I started watching the Yankees, I mean, the Yankees, I think they went through like 16, 17 managers in a 20-year period. It was crazy. So it's nice to have the stability. Uh, and I like what the team is doing. They're, they're getting younger. Uh, like I said, money's coming off the books next year. I like where we're going. I don't like, I still don't like the stadium. I still don't like the attitude at the stadium. I miss the, uh, I miss that passion that was in the old stadium. You know, and I just feel like it can be there. But I feel like the Yankees, you know, they want that corporate element in the stadium. And it sucks. It sucks. I'm not going to get into the whole StubHub thing and whatever. And Lon Tross talking about, you know, uh, if you're sitting below and this guy just bought some tickets in StubHub, it's like, you know, no, that guy doesn't want to sit next to you. You know, that's not to me. That's never what baseball was. It was like you want to go to the game and you, you sit with you're sitting with the people. Everybody sits together. It's just like you take an airplane and you get a cheaper deal. Hey, I might be sitting in row four and I paid $200 and the person next to me paid $400. That's, hey, that's fucking life, you know? And then the people who are selling these tickets are the one, you know, tell them not to sell their tickets if you don't want other people down there, which you don't. You don't want regular people down there. And that's what I hate. You know, baseball to me is an inclusive sport. Wasn't always that way, but it's an inclusive sport and it's you know the Yankees need to change their their tune their their tune their tone because it's shitty and I hate it as a Yankee fan I hate it because you know I've been a fan of the team and I don't want to ever be put in this situation where I have to like think about my Yankee fandom you know because you guys are greedy how much money do you guys need you know currently here in New Haven I you know I'm on Comcast and you know I can't watch the Yes Network right now. I have no Yes Network. Thank God I have MLB.com. Uh, I'm subscribed with a buddy. So I get to, you know, and I can watch some spring training games, you know. But right now on home, at home, I live in Connecticut, not, not, you know, 70 miles from New York, from the Bronx. And I can't watch the Yankees because Comcast and Yes are fighting over, you know, some dollars. One, Comcast, I, I've never saw that, you know, that money come off my bill. Nope, that didn't happen. And yes, you know, you know, not that I miss Michael K at all, but you know, I, I love this time of year. You get to watch the games, no problem. I mean, right now, you know, look, it's great that it's a different time. I can go to my Chromecast, I can send from my computer to my TV and watch the game. But when the regular season starts, I'm gonna be screwed because of blackout rules. Um, I know that there there's gonna be a change in that soon where I'll be able to maybe watch all the Yankee games through my computer, which would be great. So then I don't care about Comcast, but as it's set up right now, I cannot watch Yankee games at my home, you know, unless I'm going to, you know, amazingly, I get Nesson where I am. I'm like right in between. So I get Nesson. So, I'll, you know, the Yankees are playing the Red Sox. I'll have to watch Nesson. When they're playing the Mets, I'll have to watch SNY. Uh, hopefully they'll be on ESPN or Fox. I'll be able to watch those games there. I did get rid of my sports package. It went up to 10 bucks. And I was like, yeah, I got to get rid of this. This is, you know, a little too much, especially because they're, I mean, really out of that package, I really, MLB, I had it for the 
I mean, MLB is on that package and the NFL Network and the Red Zone. And to be honest, you know, I had it for the Red Zone. Didn't realize the MLB Network was on there, but I was like, you know what? I've got internet. I can get all the things that I need on the internet. Sadly, though, I must admit, uh, Lohud, which I've always touted, uh, Lower Hudson News, which I think has the best Yankee coverage, they just went to a different system, uh, Lohud. Uh, went to a different system where, you know, they just switched. Uh, it's like they integrated into the paper and they're doing the times kind of thing or what a lot of newspapers are doing. You know, you, know, you have to pay $4 and $5 a month to, to read their content. At the moment, I don't want to do it. I've been going to Pinstripe Bible and River Avenue Blues, The Daily News, New York Times. I feel like, uh, you know, and then also if you go... I have a, a list on Twitter where you can follow the Yankee coverage. All the beat writers are in the low HUD uh, list, uh, and you follow all the reporters who are on there. And so you can kind of you get all the stuff you need. But I do kind of miss it. It's like I guess I've been reading it for so long that, you know, it's like, oh, I don't really want to go anywhere. So now I'm like, Pinstripe Bible, who's got the news? In it? You know, so I need to focus. <laughs> um I guess the other big story so far this spring has been kind of the goose. Goose Gossage exploded last week about, uh, I guess it was maybe to the Bryce Harper thing. I never, I, I, I don't know why he blew up, but, um, you know, Bryce Harper came out and said that the game is kind of tired, that uh, he wishes, you know, baseball was more like football and basketball where guys could, uh, you know, be more like happy about when they do something if, uh, you know, there's so many old people are, you know, if a pitcher pumps their arm, they're like, oh, that's so disgusting. And it's like, dude, I, I love the emotion in sports and I love it in baseball. I am a Bryce Harper fan. So Bryce was saying, hey, you know, you know, if a guy strikes me out and pumps his fist, hey, good on him. You know, bad on me for striking out. But when I hit a home run, I'm going to show some emotion. You know, obviously in the old days, they were like, you know, no emotion. If you show some emotion, we're going to throw some chin music. But it's not the old days anymore. And I've been listening to WFAN and I mean, so many people have called in and just been like, you know, I mean, on the side of like, they just want their players to be, you know, old school and blah, blah, blah. And I just can't stand it. Only thing I agreed with Goose, I mean, Goose, I, I'm not the biggest Batista or a Blue Jays fan, but he called, you know, Batista a disgrace. I don't think Batista is a disgrace. Um, I do think that... Um, what he said about the sabermetrics nerds was true. Baseball has gotten too much with the sabermetrics. And, um, you know, we got to get back to just... And the Red Sox have done that, actually, this year. They were the leaders in this. I wouldn't say the leaders, but they kind of took the lead from the A's in sabermetrics. And they've, they're kind of saying now that they, they were wrong in that. You know, look at a guy like Jason Hayward. Guy's making a crap ton of money. And... He's never gotten 100 RBIs because Sabermetrics, they don't consider RBIs to be a big thing, which makes no sense to me, you know. And what do I know? But I think, you know, RBIs mean everything. If you're driving in runs, I want that guy on my team because he's getting hits. But Sabermetrics are like, well, this is this and blah, blah, blah. So that I agreed in him, with him. But uh, I just thought Goose was sounding like an old man um, and just bitter. And, and I don't know what he's bitter about. Guy's a Hall of Famer. Guy's probably got a ton of money. And, you know, uh, I don't know. There are a lot of old people out there. I just hope when I'm a little older that I'm not like that. I think I'm not going to be like that. But, uh, yeah, I don't want to be like that. <laughs> and anyway, Harper is going to be coming up soon for free agent. I hope he comes to the Yankees. And I hope the Yankees break the bank for him because I love the kid. I love the way he plays baseball. And uh, if you don't like it, then you don't like it. Um, well, 
that's it for me, guys. Uh, it's been fun to be back on the air, and I uh, hope you listen. I hope you give us some questions. We're on uh, we're on Twitter at I Bleed Pinstripe, no S. Uh, we're on Facebook. You can find us I Bleed Pinstripes, um, and you can uh, get in touch with us there and tell us what you think. And also, we're on obviously we're on iTunes. We're on SoundCloud. Leave us uh, some ratings. Tell us what you think. Tell me if I suck. I sometimes think I do when I listen to these. I'm like, whoa, I can't believe I just recorded that. Anyway, guys, thanks a lot. I really appreciate it. And a uh, big shout out to my producer, Jason Hadfield, an awesome dude. And uh, yeah, that's it, folks. Bye. I bleed pinstripes. I bleed pinstripes. You bleed pinstripes too You bleed pinstripes too